Okay. I don't have a counter near enough to me to hold this microphone, so I'm sorry if there's a little bit of background noise, but like since this is a me-led episode, I'm going to put this by my face. So that's a content warning before I even get started or do the intro. I'm sorry if there's background noise, but I refuse to fix it. Thank you. <laughs> what's up, bitches? This is Morgan. Hey, what's up, bitches? This is Sierra. And this is it's Bitches and Murders. murders. I think that one actually might have been good. Did we do it? It felt good. I feel like that was it. I, now we never have to do it right again. We only had to do it right once. <laughs> that was my only, honestly, my only requirement. Oh, man. I'm very excited for this episode, if you can't tell. I'm scared. It's, I will give a reverse content warning. Um. This one's actually not that bloody, and and I'm not really gonna go into any super graphic detail, but this shit is so f- <laughs> so fucking weird and unexpected. Like when I first opened this case and like started reading it, I I, w- I was just like I have to talk about this. Like okay. I just I need I need to. Um, so yeah, today we're gonna talk about. Pedro Rodriguez Filho. Bless you. We're going back to Brazil. (laughs) So that's exciting. You know I love me a good Brazilian. Anyways. um, (laughs) I just made that joke in my head. That wasn't even intentional. (laughs) Why are you like that? (laughs) God damn it. I didn't even mean to do that. Okay. Anyways. (laughs) Um, anyway. my man Pedro. <laughs> he was born July seventeenth, nineteen fifty four, on a farm located in Santa Rita do Sapucai. Sure. I don't know why you did this to yourself. Never gonna okay. say that again. Okay. Um, in Minas Sheris. Sure. Um, that one I looked up. That one I know I said that right. I googled it. <laughs> Uh, But I couldn't find the Google translation for the other one. So I was like, yeah, okay, that's fine. I'm just, okay. Anyways, um, so his serial killer names were Pedrino Matador or Killer Petey. (laughs) (laughs) Really two ends of the spectrum here. If you can't guess what's the Brazilian name versus uh, what's the American name. That sounded so cool in Spanish, and then you said it in English. <laughs> that is the most fucking ridiculous name I've ever heard. I love that when I said it, uh, my voice involuntarily just put on like the worst American accent, like even stronger than the one I already have. <laughs> it like physically was impossible not to. <laughs> I think I just snorted tea. That feels appropriate. (laughs) I don't know how I'm going to make it through this episode. I need you to... I can't decide if I need you to only say his moniker in English or never say his moniker in English. I solidly put it never again in English unless I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Because I was like, I I hate it. I love it. I hate it. Oh man. Um, on a uh, on a more fucked up note, uh, fun fact, he uh, 
He was actually born with a skull defect, a misshapen skull, because his father had beat his mother so badly when he was in utero that it uh it physically caved in his skull a little bit. So I see we're starting with the serial killer cocktail with a dramatic brain injury. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like he didn't even have a chance to get abused first. It was just like let's TBI him right in the in utero. Like that's impressive. Right? That's early. Um and then so there wasn't a lot of information about his like early childhood like 13 and younger. But I can imagine uh, seeing as the tone it started out on, um, I'm sure it wasn't great. And I'm, I'm sure his father was probably also physically abusive towards him. Just a hunch here. And, and it'll make a lot more sense, too, when we get into later what happens to his father, um, because that's a whole trip of its own. Oh, no. We'll get there, though. That's not coming for a while. But anyways... Um, he was 13 when he had his first, um, attempted murder slash his first, like, impulse to kill somebody. I'm sorry. You said he was how old? 13. Goddamn. He really, he really took puberty seriously. Um. I mean, he doesn't have a puberty ghost, so did he really take it seriously? (laughs) Not seriously enough. His puberty ghost (laughs) is Michael Myers. (laughs) Okay, anyway, first murder, 13. Okay. Sorry. He got into a fight with his older cousin and he pushed him into a sugarcane press. Um, he said that he thought that his entire body would go through the press and he would die, but instead only his arm got sucked into it and like ripped off of his body, basically. And he almost bled to death. I have additional questions. Starting with, why were children around a sugarcane press? You know, I don't have a lot of info, but I'm assuming, like, probably either his father, like, had a farm. Or maybe, like, his cousins had a farm or something that they, like, worked on or, like, helped out on. Because that was, like, the only explanation I could think of, like, why they would even be around a sugarcane press. But, But, like... Farming's pretty common, I feel like, down there. Regardless of if that's, like, the family business, uh, why are we letting actual children near heavy machinery? You know, they probably started on that heavy machinery when they were much younger. I would not be surprised. And that's what's given me a heckin' concern. I literally saw, like, an eight-year-old driving a very large tractor, like, yeah, three days ago. sounds about Michigan. Like a tractor that's like four times the size of my car. I mean, he was doing a great job, to be fair. But still, I was like, hmm, that feels risky. (laughs) But anyways, um, it took him a little while to get to an actual murder. And by a little while, I mean less than a year. I'm so sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. My brain. I just need you to join this with me. My brain... Just went toddlers and tractors. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Security! <laughs> Police, this one right here. This one. This one right here. I'll turn myself in for that one. 
I'll just go to the police department and be like, I just need like an hour in a cell. And they're going to be like, what did you do? And I'll be like, toddlers and tractors. And they're going to be like, get the fuck in there. <laughs> just you're like, clink. <laughs> okay. So a year later, he tried to kill somebody or killed somebody? Oh, no. He killed somebody. He did a cool. real good job. Um, he, so when he was 14, his father was fired. Um, so his father, oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah. His father doesn't have a farm. Maybe it was like his cousin's farm or something. Cause I forgot his father is a school security guard and he got like accused of stealing food from like the school cafeteria. And so he got fired. So Pedro felt very strongly about this. Like, very strongly about this. Um, so he went down to City Hall with a shotgun that he stole from his grandfather. And he shot the deputy mayor, which is the guy that fired his dad. Don't ask me why the deputy mayor is involved with the school. I don't know. I just know he was the one who fired him. Um, And, and, as a no, bonus. No, 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 we're not. I'm not. Um, first of all, don't get me wrong, I do not support stealing. However, if you are stealing food, perhaps you should talk with the employee about why they're stealing food, and maybe you can get a game plan together to, you know, improve their situation so that they're not stealing food, instead of removing their only source of income, which is now going to make them more prone to stealing food. Well, and on top of that, uh, it probably wasn't even his dad who did it because if his father was like stealing food, unless his father was like a huge asshole who was only stealing food for himself, but like it would make more sense if you're going to risk your job to like steal food, you're probably stealing it for your family. So he would like, he would have known probably yeah. if his dad was taking the food because at least some of it probably would have showed up at the house. In in theory. And anyways, Pedro very much did not think his dad did this because right after he shot the deputy mayor, he immediately turned around and went and executed the security guard that he thought really did it. So he had a twofer. uh, Quite the response, my guy. At 14. At 14. That's not concerning in any way, shape, or form. So, uh, he obviously uh, did not want to get arrested. And so he went to. Fuck. Okay. Uh, Mogi das Cruzes. Sure. Sure. Uh, which is near Greater Sao Paulo. And this is where he uh, did not actually really try to hide. Uh, he very much decided to take a weird Dexter turn. Um, and he started robbing and murdering, like, drug traffickers and drug dealers and, like, gang members. Uh, I always have such mixed emotions about, like, the vigilante serial killers. Because on the one hand, like, you're still killing people. But on the other hand, they're, like, really shitty people. So, like... I will let you know that no one except for maybe his older cousin but like maybe his older cousin was like just a really shitty guy we don't know um but besides that one no one that he kills 
is like a good person. Well, I will let you know that. Like they're all it's good. a pretty Dexter situation. I feel like the school security guard's a little iffy because like yeah. you don't actually know if he did it. And like maybe the older cousin was a little iffy, but everyone besides that is like pretty solidly an asshole, honestly. <laughs> pretty so. solidly an asshole. Got it. <laughs> so during this time period, he met Maria Aparacita Olympia, also called Botinha. There's a lot Bless of names. You. Um, and they really liked each other and they moved in together right away. They were having a really good time. Um, she got pregnant. He was really excited. And then it kind of it, it go it gets it goes downhill from there. I was gonna say that felt too nice, and I was just waiting. Um, so okay, so this part was like a little messy, and I read like a bunch of different sources and couldn't get like a ton of super clear answers on this part. Of, like, what exactly was happening. But, like, somehow, because of, like, all of this killings he was doing and stuff, like, he got involved, like, kind of in the middle of, like, gang stuff. Which makes sense, because he was, like, killing a lot of drug dealers. And so they ended up kidnapping his girlfriend and executing her. Oh, no. Um, And so... Pedro, like, he fled the city. He kind of went, like, straight Punisher, honestly. He, like, fled the city, got together a group of friends, like, four. I think there was, like, four of them. And they started, like, torturing and kidnapping people and killing them to, like, try to find out who actually killed his girlfriend. Because he knew it was, like, gang-related, but not, like, specifically who the person was that did it or, like, the person who ordered it. I was going to so. make a movie reference, but then, like, f- six movies just went through my head because like, that's, like, the plot of every... Yeah, this has like, happened a lot <laughs> in movies. Yeah, th- like, that's just the plot of every, like, dark hero movie. Yeah, so basically, um, that's exactly what you expect. Yeah. Um, And so they find out that it's a rival gang leader <laughs> right on par for the movie. Uh, This is funny, though. Um, the way that they found out that it was a rival gang leader was uh, actually, weirdly enough, none of that torturing and killing did anything. Um, his ex-wife was just like, oh, yeah, he did it. Goddamn. His ex-wife was like, oh, yeah, that was fucking him. He sucks. You should probably go get him. Wow. All right. <laughs> fucking savage. So... Pedro puts together a very also movie-esque revenge plan. Oh, no. So him and his four friends go to a wedding that the gang leader was attending. I don't think it was his wedding from what I understand. Uh, Maybe, but it didn't seem like it was like his wedding. Um, But anyways, he was there. And they killed seven people and 16 additional people were, like, very badly wounded. What in the fucking boondock saints? Yeah, they straight scar-faced that wedding. <laughs> uh, and Feels keep like in mind, like... he's not even 18 yet. Oh my god. I forgot about that. This man is a child. A this... literal child. <laughs> This feels like it's turning into another how many movie references can we make episode. 
It really is. This is like every mafia movie I've ever seen. <laughs> um, but it gets weirder from there. Oh, God. So he leaves this uh, mass murder. And he goes and immediately kills the shitty boyfriend of one of his cousins because this dude like knocked her up and then he didn't want to marry her. And so Pedro just shows up and kills him, which seems like an appropriate response because now he can definitely help out with the baby. Okay. Um, And then right after this, it was like a couple months after he kills the boyfriend, his mom ends up dying. But she ends up dying because his father murders her and goes to prison for her murder. Well, goddamn. So. What What the fuck? Yeah. We'll come back to that. Do- but just oh, keep that in mind. Why are we going to leave that? <laughs> Hold on. Because Pedro hasn't even gone to prison yet. <laughs> He hasn't even gotten in trouble with the police yet. He hasn't even seen a police officer yet. Oh my god. Okay. We have 42 years in prison to talk about still. What do you What do you mean we have 42 years in prison to talk about? Prison is usually where our story ends. <laughs> Not this time. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> this is probably my favorite episode that I've ever done. <laughs> if you can't tell <laughs> this is like the best thing that's ever happened to me <laughs> okay. okay so Pedro's about to meet his first police officer oh oh good so uh he's arrested for the first time May 24th of 1973 and uh ironically enough spends most of his life in prison uh so so why are we still talking about him well, he started out his prison career, the very beginning of his prison career. They were transporting him to the prison. And they had him, you know, like, obviously very securely handcuffed and restrained. Uh, him and another prisoner in, like, the back of the squad car. Um, They opened the car mm-hmm. just a little bit later, just a couple minutes later. And the man falls out dead. What? <laughs> and Pedro didn't even try to deny. It. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I definitely killed him. He was a rapist. I mean, didn't you know that? How are you going to even try to deny that? There's two people in a bag seat and one of them is now dead. Like, you can't. What are you going to do? I mean, like, he could have oh, been he like, oh, he died of. Yeah. I don't know how he killed him. So, I mean, I'm assuming maybe like strangled with his handcuffs. I was going to say, I'm assuming that he just like. I just tried to pick like five different words and my brain just shut down. Uh, but I'm picturing that he like put his arms over the guy's head and like used the handcuffs as like a garrote. Yeah, that's what I thought. Either that or if his hands were handcuffed behind his back and he couldn't like get them free, he could have like pivoted and like kicked the guy to death maybe. But yeah. Either way, there was it was hard to deny it. And he didn't even try to deny it, like, at all. Like, he was just like, yeah, that dude's a rapist. Uh, so he had to die. Um, so we'll get back to that. But um, so Pedro had been sentenced to 126 years 
in prison for his crimes. But as we have so annoyingly talked about in the past. Oh, no. Brazil has laws that prevent any criminal from spending more than 30 years in prison. So I forgot about that. So Pedro was supposed to be released in 2003. Okay. So he ended up getting a bunch more years added on to his sentence because of shit that he did while in prison, which we'll get to. Can can they do that? Oh, yeah. His sentence went from 126 years to 400. Right. But they have the whole thing about you can't spend more than 30. So, like, what were they putting them out for a day and then popping them back in? They, like, sort of. Like, we'll get to that. They did kind of, like, finesse it a little bit. Okay. So, originally, so he was supposed to be released in 2003. And then because his sentence got upped so significantly... They were able to extend it a little bit past. So they, then they were like, okay, well, you're actually getting released in 2017. Okay. Um, but we'll get back to that. That doesn't actually happen. Um, but that was originally the plan. They were like, okay, cool. You're not going to be released until 2017. And so he's living his life in prison. He got himself a girlfriend who he met through, like, this weird prison, like, pen pal thing. Um, Because she was also in prison. She served 12 years in prison for theft. Um, And they got together while they were, like, both in prison. And then, like, once she got released, she went to, like, go visit him. Why? 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 How many times must I talk about women and marrying Serial killers. Which, I mean, to be fair, in in her defense, no. she was also in prison. Like, she also no. was kind of in a shitty situation, but also, no. I feel like him being a serial killer means less to me in this episode because he only killed shitty people. But also, I guess he probably killed more than just shitty people because, like, all those people at the wedding, like, was really all all of them. Like, I don't know what seven people he killed. Or what, 16 people he injured. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure some of them were innocent. But anyways. I so, just, uh, do you want to know what he did while he was in prison that got him all those years? Besides killing kill? that one guy? Because it wasn't just the <gasps> one guy. Did he find the dude? Did he find the dude in prison and kill him? Okay. Well, first of all, um, he killed uh, 47 inmates during his incarceration dear god hold on how why how why wasn't he put in solitary at any point um i don't know man they were just like yeah he's fine (laughs) never once like he was just chilling (laughs) Ah. though some of these he amassed quickly because in just one occasion one situation because he was killing all these guys five dudes jumped him to like kill him he killed three of them and critically wounded the other two what the fuck so who is this man (laughs) he also killed his cellmate because he thought that the guy the guy supposedly like spied on him while he was having a conjugal visit with his girlfriend yeah, he just did not give a fuck 
Um, around this time, he also got a tattoo on his left arm that said, I kill for pleasure. <laughs> uh, but what? he did end up covering that up before he got out. <laughs> I love this man. I'm not going to lie. Wait till I show you him, too. He's, like, actually handsome as well. I feel like you got to be fucking this. with me. No, it's great. Uh, like, wait, you just can't wait till we get to the end. Like, we, oh, my no God. no way. Like, I feel like you're going to get to the end of this episode and be like, psych, this was just the plot for a movie this whole time. No, no, that's why this is my favorite episode I've ever <laughs> done. It just, oh, it gets so much better. Okay. Oh, my God. We're almost to the end, though, I promise. What I do so, so do you want to know what happens to his dad now? Yeah. Okay. So this is probably like the most notable crime he committed in prison. Oh, um, not the 42 others, but this one. This, this one, one specific one. Okay. Um, so his father was moved to his prison. So oh. they ended up being incarcerated together. Um, and he executed his father. With 22 blows from a machete. What? He stole a machete from a guard. And killed his father with it. I feel like whoever made the choice to move his father to that prison... That like, was a conscious choice. Loki had a gambling <laughs> ring somewhere and had like an over-under of how long his dad was going to last. He also, for like, bonus points, there was a betting ring on that, and you can't convince me otherwise. Well, I just want to know who had cannibalism on the betting ring. Wait, because what? they won a lot of money. Wait, what? Because he <laughs> then mean? rips out his father's heart from his body, bites a large chunk out of the top of it. What? Chews it a bunch of times and then spits it out on his father's dead body. What in the fucking Dothraki is that shit? Well, he proved his point. What is happening? That's true. So, uh, right after this. No, this is too much. My brain's not done processing. <laughs> it gets worse. How could it possibly get any worse? I shouldn't say worse. I should the say better. Ripped his father's heart out, chewed it, and spit it out on him. How could we possibly escalate any further? Well, he got released right after that. What? <laughs> like almost immediately. <laughs> He got released early after serving 34 years, April 24th of 2007, 10 years before he was supposed to. What the fuck do you mean? No, 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 wait, no, you cannot tell me that this government was like, wow, this man's just fucking... Lizzie Borden, his dad, fuck, ripped his heart out, chewed it up, spit it out. You know what we should do? Let him go. He's clearly rehabilitated and is perfectly fine to be back out in the public. What? Yeah. So Brazil. If he... anybody from Brazil is listening, I have so many questions. 
Like, I'm not criticizing anything, but uh, just your laws. I have a couple of legal questions I, for you. How? 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 You fucking, you shit in the wrong bathroom in an American prison. You get five years added to your sentence. Are you ready to get even more annoyed? No! I, I don't have a choice, but... Okay, so he's released and he moves to Fortaleza in Ciara, which is like a part of Brazil. It's too close to my name. I or it's don't like, like it. just like north of Brazil. Um, so he was just kind of living a quiet life, like as a caretaker. Like he wasn't, he was just kind of mostly working as like a housekeeper, wasn't really doing anything, kind of living out in the country by himself. Um, so September 15th of 2011, so like four years later, they randomly show up at his house and arrest him again. Um, and his arrests were, it was super weird. And it's like, I kind of feel like they let him out so they could like bring him back in because he was arrested on charges from when he was in prison. So he was arrested on six charges of riot and then charges of deprivation of liberty from like when he was in prison which makes no sense it's like why wouldn't you just keep him in prison longer like why he why was he out for four years and now you're arresting him for that why do you have this bullshit law like you could have just kept him there yeah so he was sentenced to serve eight more years after that okay that's not enough years he should have been getting out in 2019 however he was released in 2018. Why? Uh, which sums up his total of 42 years in prison altogether. Why? 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 So this man, just for context, has an absolutely confirmed, like no doubts, absolutely confirmed body count of 71. But it's well known that he killed many more people than that, like well well over a hundred. How is this man out of prison? I- Do you want to know what he does now? This is the best part. We know what he does now. We know where he is. We know what's going on with him. We know exactly what's happening. Let me guess. He does the same fucking shit? Oh, no. Oh, no. I'll give you one more guess. This is a good one. Oh no. Tries necrophilia on for sides. He runs a fucking YouTube channel. I'm sorry, what? He runs a fucking YouTube channel. You give me this man's YouTube right I, now. I will. I will. Because I'm not kidding. I follow him on YouTube. <laughs> give me this man's YouTube right fucking now. Hold on, I am copying the link as we speak. Oh my god. What is his channel name? Um, it is all uh in Portuguese, to be fair, because uh he is Portuguese, obviously. Uh so if you expect it to be in English, uh why would it be? Um, but his name, he has twenty point one thousand subscribers. His name is Pedrino X Matador Com Jesus. So basically his whole shtick now is that he killed all these people and he freely admits to like cutting his dad's heart out. Like he's done podcasts and TV interviews where he freely admits to all of these things that he's done in graphic detail. 
Um, but now he like he has his girlfriend that he's still with, and he's like, yeah, I'm super religious now. You shouldn't kill people. You shouldn't do drugs. You shouldn't drink alcohol. Um, just be a good person. This man was active three months ago. What the fuck? He has a whole YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't this the best case I've ever covered? <laughs> I think part of me just died a little bit. What? Don't you just love America? <laughs> Well, I guess it's technically not in America, but, like, I guess just, like, society. Modern society. <laughs> but this, this just feels so on par for America. Like, it's hard to remind myself that he is an American. Like, when I first looked up his YouTube channel and it was, like, all in Portuguese, I was like, oh, yeah, duh. Like, of course it's in Portuguese. But, like, it just seems, like, so on par for, like, an American thing to do that I, I was just like, yeah, this, it's going to be in English. Look at him just holding a fish. He's so proud. There's videos of him, like, hanging out with his parents. There's videos of, yeah, like, of him fishing, of him just chilling. There's videos of him getting a haircut. Like, uh, just Google Google an old picture of him real quick. I just need you to do that. Oh, he was, like, a good-looking dude. It's so funny because we were talking about movies the whole time, and I'm like, I could see this man being played by, like, a young Denzel Washington or something. You know what I mean? He could be played by a... A young rock. <laughs> no, um, what's his face? And uh, Bridgerton, the Duke. Oh! I don't know that guy's name, but you are you are right. You're really spot on for that one. Yeah. I didn't expect that. I did not. Even after all his years in prison, like, he looks a lot better than, like, most of the secu- security. No, that's the opposite of the word I needed. Serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I messed those two up. Uh, But I feel like usually they look pretty rough. Like, if they didn't look rough before, they definitely look (gasps) rough after 42 years in prison. But he just kind of looks like a normal dude still. Ah, There's a picture attached of the the sugar cane press. And that's not what I was picturing. And that's fucking gnarly. Yeah. That's that's a lot to unpack. This whole thing is a lot to unpack. Honestly, young him kind of gives me like young Michael Jackson vibes a little bit. Oh, yeah, a bit. This was a roller coaster I wasn't ready for. You know, honestly, same. Like when I first opened this, I did not know what to expect. Um, And I was like, at first, like I was reading it and I was kind of like disappointed. I was like, oh, like he did start killing really young, which is crazy. But like all of his kills were kind of like boring and more like gangy. Even though he's, like, not part of a gang, but they're, you know what I mean. But then I got, like, farther and I was like, oh, no, this is beautiful. This is top tier. I feel like it's, I'm still waiting for you to be like, JK, this was the plot to, like, a new movie. Nope. Then that's, that's the end of the episode. That's all there is, <laughs> folks. Go watch his YouTube videos. Oh. Get him some AdSense money. Oh my god. I yeah. That's that's how I felt about this entire thing, which is why I was so so excited to share it. You didn't give me time to process anything. And now my brain's just like overloaded. 
That's exactly what I wanted. I was inspired, too, because my mom told me the other day. She was like, I think out of all the episodes, and she's listened to all of them, like, dozens of times. Yeah. Uh, she was like, I think out of all of them, the Magicians episode is my favorite. Like, if the Magicians are not the weirdest part of this episode. That one. <laughs> and I was like, you know, honestly, I think that was the one I had, like, the most fun with. But that's been topped. Yeah, see, okay, this is what you keep doing to me, is you find these fucking out-of-pocket cases, and then you give me no time to process, and then at the end of the episode, I'm just here like, what just happened? And then I leave you, and then I'm like, okay, bye! <laughs> like, what? Talk to you tomorrow! What just happened? Would you have it any other way? No. <laughs> I just... Uh... You want to take a crack at it, keep it spooky? <laughs> Where do I even begin? Like, what What part of this do I unpack? Like, is it the keep it spooky but not so spooky you eat your father's heart? <laughs> keep it spooky but not so spooky that your whole life is the plot of a terrible mafia movie? <laughs> is it keep it spooky but not so spooky you start a YouTube channel? <laughs> Not as a murderer, but just start a YouTube channel in general. I just keep it spooky, but not so spooky that you're the Brazilian government. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> like, I think. That's... What are they doing down there? I just have questions, man. Which, to be fair, I wonder if I close that tab. To be fair, I might have. He did kill, like, while he was in prison, like, obviously he was, like, killing bad people. And he killed a bunch of murderers. And he killed... Oh, I did close the tab. He killed, actually, several other serial killers while he was in prison. So maybe... Maybe the Brazilian government had it right. Maybe they should have just let him go free instead. He's kind of doing their I job think, for them. I really just, like... <laughs> The guards had an over-under, and you cannot convince me otherwise. I just, like, okay, you know the movie Cabin in the Woods? Yes! Uh, at the, where they're making all the bets on the monsters? That is exactly what I'm picturing. I just, yeah, imagine the whiteboard and someone just leaning around and yelling out, like, Oh, God damn it! who had cannibalism? <laughs> who the fuck had cannibalism? Because, <laughs> like, no one would expect that either, because he even said, like, Almost all of his murders, he either shot people or he, like, cut them up or stabbed them, like, with blades. And he, like, professed that, like, blades were his preferred, like, method of killing. But that's the only time he ever, like, like disfigured anyone or, like, mutilated someone or did something yeah. more than killing them. I think you know what I mean? I think that's why I want his WhatsApp is just so I can be like, can I just, what compelled you to rip your father's heart and eat it? I just want to know. I just because it wasn't your mo. Also, if you do go on YouTube, um, there are TV interviews from him, but there's also um, he did like a podcast. Oh my god! Uh, that I was watching earlier. So all of that exists. Uh, for some reason, <laughs> I love. I also okay. My brain caught up. I think I love that. He like did all of this and is now just like, guys, murdering so bad. Don't do it. Don't be that guy. Like, sir, you you're that guy. Like you are that guy. Like you're you're that guy. 
what do you mean don't do it? Like, you're that guy. Like, don't tell me what to not do because you're doing it. Like, you are the guy. Like, you are the ultimate guy. guy. You're the guy. Are we in Spy Kids 3 now? Like, you're the guy. (laughs) We're always mentally in Spy Kids 3. Because I am always on the level of, do you think God stays in heaven because he is afraid of what he has created? Dude, Bashemi really hit us with that line, though. <laughs> it has lived rent-free in my brain ever since. <laughs> so I am always mentally in Spy Kids 3. <laughs> also dinosaurs. <laughs> Anyways. Go to our Beacons page. Our intro, or intro, outro. I know what part of the episode we're on. Do you? Our outro has gotten so much easier because I no longer need to tell you to follow us on all of the things, though you should also follow us on all you the things. You can't even do the English. Are you sure you want to handle this? No, you do. You know what? You Please, okay. please. All right. Jesus, all- take the wheel. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. All right. All of our information conveniently lives on a Beacons page now. So all of our links to our Patreon, our Insta, our Twitter, our pod, our our Spotify, our TikTok, everything that you could possibly want, Bitches and Murders, is on our Beacons page. It's linked on all of our social media. I think if you also just go to beacons.ai slash bitches and murders, it should come up. I think. Please don't quote me on that. Uh, But it is linked on all of our social media, so you should be able to find it with no issue. You did that much better than I. (laughs) I'll get it eventually. Eventually. I still have too much residual adrenaline. (laughs) That's fair. I'm like sweaty right now. (laughs) Oh, man. And I have no regrets. No no regrets. Not even one letter. This is... This is where I leave you. I'm so sorry for scarring all of you like this. No, you're not. I'm not. I'll never stop. 